Hey, good people. Happy Wednesday. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the midweek muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're deciding to listen into this cast. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you for joining us. Are you ready? You activate it? Because since we're in Black History Month, we have an all Black History Month for the culture trivia. Get yourselves locked in and let's go. True or false? Oprah Winfrey is recorded as the first black billionaire on record. Who was the first African-American to play Major League Baseball? Which African-American poet wrote, I know why the caged bird sings? What African-American rapper and entrepreneur launched the streaming service title in 2014? And who was the first African-American to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Your time is up. Did you do good for the culture? That's why it's called for the culture. Do you know about the things that have moved our culture? Okay, true or false? Let's see how you did. True or false? Oprah Winfrey is recorded as the first black billionaire on record. The answer is false. You're probably like, well, who was it? Bob Johnson. Bob, I'm sure you're like, who is that? Well, if you know of a channel called BET or Black Entertainment Television, Bob Johnson, the founder of BET, sold the Black Entertainment Television station to Viacom for $3 billion in 2001. So he actually is the first to go on record as the first billionaire. Who is the first African-American to play Major League Baseball? Jackie Robinson. I knew, listen, if you're a fan of baseball, I'm not. However, I learned this last year when I took a tour of the Cincinnati Reds and I got to be in the bullpen and call on the phone and all that. So fun. Um, But uh, yeah, Cincinnati Reds has a retired Jackie Robinson jersey uh, that cannot be used by any player ever to play the game ever anymore uh, because that number is uh, assigned to him and only him and is in the Reds Hall of Fame. So pretty cool and pretty like inspiring. Which African-American poet wrote, I know why the cage bird sings? Maya Angelou. Maya Angelou, who is quoted for many quotable quotes that we follow even through this day. What African-American rapper and entrepreneur launched a streaming service title in 2014? The one and only Jay-Z. <laughs> Uh, I think, uh, there was, uh, goodness, some other entertainment or musical 
business has taken an 80% stake in title. So now no longer fully belongs to Jay-Z. I can't think of the, for some reason, Spotify is coming to my head, but it's not them. Um, but anyway, moving on. Um, who was the first African-American to serve on the U.S. Supreme Court? Thurgood Marshall. And there you have it, folks. I hope this was uh, an ode to some For the Culture trivia today and hope you were able to lock in as usual. This is always so fun. Well, happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. But before we get there, Super Bowl. Super Bowl was this last weekend. Okay, I just throwing the question out there. Do you think it was rigged? Like, yes, I think both teams were very competitive. Yes, I think both teams deserve to be there. Yes, I'm sorry, my team didn't make it. Okay, so now that we've cleared all of that, do you think that there was an additional overtime just to keep people there longer because of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey sort of situation. Like just, I'm just asking, what do you think on that? I'm really curious only because, check this out. Sunday night, there were over 123.4 million viewers tuned in. That is a lot. That's a lot, good people. So not only was it the most watched Super Bowl in U.S. history, the game viewership is like it. Uh, compared to like other things that people have viewed in such a vast array, um, the, the, like it's on the heels of the 1969 moon landing. One, TVs weren't super abundant back then. And we know that there's way more people than viewers, but TVs weren't in abundance back then like they are now. And, it came in second. Like that was that the landing on the moon was a milestone to like end a war, the cold war to be exact. So look, I'm just saying, (laughs) I'm just saying T like the super bowl has been able to draw millions of viewers every single year. So they really don't have a problem with that. The difference though is was this year's drama with the Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift influence driving the numbers and they just wanted to hang on to it? Or was it like my good old homeboy, Ursher, who had the the halftime show? And I, as much as I love Usher and thought it was an amazing half show, I don't think it was just him. So, you know, I'm just throwing it out there, just seeing what you thought. Uh, speaking of Usher, how'd y'all think, what'd y'all think of Usher? I, I mean, I couldn't say enough. Um, I am sad. I didn't get to see his residency in Vegas, but from the halftime show, 
it was like, I'd be a fool to have not gone. So count me as foolish right now. Cause I'm like, oh my God. So anyways, I, I just think he did an incredible job. And there are others who are, who had great, great, great performances. Don't get me wrong, but I just absolutely loved Usher. So anyways, um, I just thought it was quality and awesome. So we're in Valentine's Day. How you feeling? You good? Are you good with that? Like happy Valentine's Day? Feeling, feeling particularly celebrated or feeling like, nah, what's today? Okay. Well, just a little food for thought as we're navigating through Valentine's Day. Uh, the story about it is that it, the way people date has changed a lot compared to like what we, what our parents know about dating. And uh, I think it may be some good food for thought uh, as we're going into today. So uh, with today being Valentine's Day, like, okay, protect your Instagram feeds. There's going to be proposals. There's going to be wedding dates. There's going to be people capping out there dinner with, with my one and only lady and you got 10, uh, <laughs> you know, everybody, the folks are about to know who the side pieces are. If you don't know, you about to find out today, right? Like, so yes, there is some of that. Um, however, uh, you know, there's Galentine's too, like happy Galentine's day. Like if you have a really good close circle of friends, uh, gals, particularly inclined to those assigned as female, um, hence the word gal. Uh, but you know, it doesn't necessarily, I guess, have to be towards women only or girlfriendships. Who knows? Uh, but according to the census bureau, more than 117.6 million Americans over the age of 18 are unmarried. That's about 50% of the adult population in the U.S. Uh, and we know that census data isn't an uh, absolute, so I'll be sure to put that out there. But this is way up from the 22% of singles in 1950 and up about 5% since 2014. So, so what does this mean? There's more fish in the pond, but not everybody is looking to capture a fish, right? If that's how the saying goes, plenty of fish in the sea, right? Like not everybody's going fishing. Uh, but the further, more and more people are choosing to be single. Um, some experts say that it's because they had negative experiences with infidelity and that hurt and heartbreak of people not uh, fully committing to one person or having your emotions on display and then being heard in some way, shape or form. Uh, and then others are actually focused on their career or their busy lifestyle. Uh, and, and many people report getting enough love from their non-romantic relationships. Um, and getting enough love, I think, conclusively that can also mean like intimacy. Uh, one study out there predicts that 45% of women between the ages of 25 and 44 will be single by 2030. It feels and sounds depressing, but if, if love and intimacy is being achieved at through different relationships, then it doesn't quite seem as depressing, right? Um, 
because again, if wedding bells are the goal, then it's, it sounds depressing. Uh, however, if that's not the goal, then honestly, there could be a really good high sense of life satisfaction, reported life satisfaction, right? Uh, another survey out there found that 41% of Americans said they're not actively looking to date. Uh, but for those who have too much love to give, there's other options, right? So uh, companionship does take many shapes. Uh, and uh, I was reading uh, this, uh, I guess this news uh, reporting is called The Skim. And they were talking about companionship in many forms in today's age compared to uh, monogamous relationships, which is still reported as the single most healthy monogamous relationships are still uh identified as the as the highest reported life satisfaction and family stability outcomes um however companionship nowadays can take many forms such as polyamory polycules platonic partnerships or solo poly and you're probably like what the what is 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 kind of deep, but let me just explain. Solo poly, as I understand it, is like is is a shortened term for solo polyamory, which means that someone has multiple uh, intimate relationships with people with others as they live a single independent lifestyle. So while they're not sharing finances or a home or or achieving like certain relationship milestones together, they are actively in a relationship and still living independently and doing their own thing. Um, so that's what I identified as solo poly. Um, however, like polycules, that's a whole different level for me and I don't quite understand it, but, uh, what I think is it is, uh, for folks out there who want to engage in more than one relationship, romantic relationship, they, they, all partners are on board with those additional relationships. So essentially like an open relationship, but it's defined now. So again, you can, as long as your partner is also consenting to this behavior or activity uh, they know the partners in which you are being romantic with, essentially. That's how I know it. If I'm wrong, write me, send me a letter, what have you. But when I heard the terms polycule and solo poly, I'm like, uh, not quite sure what that means. Uh, but why is all of this important is because the U.S. Surgeon General last year said that widespread loneliness in the country poses health risks. And those health risks can be as deadly as smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. Uh, so some folks are getting creative with how they accept and find love. And, um, you know, some of that comes through developing intimacy at deeper levels with non-romantic partners and, or <laughs> consenting, consenting to multiple romantic partners, which I think that has a whole nother bag of bones associated with it. And hey, you know, folks were saying, don't knock it until you try it. I don't know if I'm, I, again, that's just me. I'm just reporting on what's out there. Um, so I think that uh, when we think about Valentine's Day, uh, you know, again, 
I don't want to hold you because you got a lot to get to for the day. But when I think about Hallmark holidays, like Valentine's Day, I'm usually pretty good to skip it, right? I think the food for thought of how folks are approaching Valentine's Day and like romantic love is very interesting to me because oftentimes when you feel down, like the last couple of weeks, I talked about it. Like if you're feeling in a rut or if you're feeling down, something needs to fill your cup. Is it care? Is it love? Is it support? Is it creativity? You've got to get your boost from somewhere. Maybe it is exploring different interests uh, or, you know, just stepping away from the work or the giant for a little bit and really just engaging in things that you, you have an interest in or things that fill up your cup. And sometimes it may not be an interest. Maybe it's that idea of feeling love. So again, 2024 started off particularly rough for me. And if that's the case for you, then I, I think that Hallmark holidays are like a cheat code for a quick boost. <laughs> like it's almost like the gamer. Um, and don't come for me, y'all, because I'm just trying to make a, an analogy. It's almost like the gamer who's having a rough day. And so they hurry up and hop on the game and turn the difficulty on the super easy and they dominate the game because it makes them feel good that they achieved. Right. Uh, and there's like, there's research behind that. Like it, <laughs> it, it happens. Um, so a Hallmark holiday is like that same cheat code. It's like, uh, I'm going through a rough patch. If there is a Valentine's Day party or an appreciation party or a gift or whatever, receive it today. Receive kindness today. Uh, you know, get the win, get the short-term win. Uh, if others have the ability to celebrate you with like a candy gram or what, don't make it weird. Hopefully they're not making it weird for you, but, or a flower or kind words, just get the, receive the kindness today. Last week, we talked about slaying giants, and while slaying a giant in your life may take some confronting, today may be a day where it's like, I'm not confronting this giant today. I'm going to receive kindness. Um, Slaying the giant uh, may mean staying away from actions or behaviors that contribute to the giant in your life, uh, but also uh, maybe getting that perspective and so another perspective as we move into today is Lent. So um, those who acknowledge themselves as Christians, today marks the first day of Lent, a season of fast, prayer, and almsgiving in preparation for the Easter season. And so again, if we think about last week and slaying giants uh, and, and, and all of those, again, take your kindness today. And also maybe this is a means or a situation where it's like maybe praying over it or, or reaping some of the harvest that you sowed a little bit earlier, um, can be a way for someone else to bless you while you're in the season of solitude. Um, maybe stepping away and, and having someone else tackle the giant for you. So you don't have to do it is something while you're sitting in solitude, uh, volunteering, can generate gratitude. That's a form of almsgiving, volunteering and, and generating perspective that can help move you past whatever that giant is in your life. So, uh, you know, today, good people be celebrated, uh, say, a, you know, if that's your thing, say a prayer, 
if that is your, your guidance, be in solitude, uh, and, 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 and lay down that giant for a little bit. Um, stand in the face of how others appreciate you, um, and lay down the pressure of the idea of confronting slain or putting that giant down, give it up to something that is bigger than you or to others who are willing to absorb some of that from, for you, uh, from you and for you. Um, and I think the equivalent to that is like this idea of a project or, um, homework, right? When you're working on something tirelessly and you're not inspired enough to finish it and you're racking your brain for how to finish it and you just step away because your eyes are crossed and stepping away gives your brain time to decompress and breathe and get the right amount of oxygen and sunlight and all of those good things into it. So that way you can reapproach it and finish strong. Maybe that's what we need right now. You know, just a way to just get a win, just a small win. So it can help the spark within good people. I hope this was a chance for you to gain a little perspective so you can enjoy your Valentine's day. And I hope this season can help shake off some, I hope this, um, this day today can shake off some angst. Uh, if you're in the Lenten season, I hope the season can give you some ability to take some of that worry off and, uh, outside of today and outside of, you know, what this week may bring, I just want you all to please know to stay encouraged. I say hearts up so that we may never give up. And this is the season and the time where I think that this is ever more needed than um, in years prior. So hearts up, good people. Have a great week. And as always, let's go.